Before we continue, one of the ways we keep all of our content for you, the listener, free of charge is our amazing sponsors, and today, Anchor is one of those sponsors. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free, there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcasts right from your phone or computer. Anchor's going to distribute your podcast for you, so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and everywhere podcasts are listened to, and you can even make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.com. FM to get started. It's a gauntlet tonight on Monday night. Rollins history to be made this Sunday. Who persevered tonight, but who will be deleted on Sunday right now? You're tuning into the destination for TV superfan discussion. After Buzz TV. And now, let the buzz begin. Yeah, we got the lights going. Okay. Cameras. Action. What up, everybody? This is the Monday Night Raw After Show and After Buzz TV. We got the squad in here. It's the go-home show for Elimination Chamber in, is it Las Vegas or Paradise this Sunday? Uh, I thought it was Las Vegas. Las Vegas. Okay. Unless you also think Las Vegas is Paradise. Well, some people do. No, there's a city, I think, just outside of Vegas called Paradise. So maybe that's... Honestly, anything in the vicinity of Las Vegas yeah. is considered Las Vegas. Could be. That's just, just how it works. Just like here with L.A. Someone can be in Huntington Beach. They're still in L.A. Pretty yeah. much. Pretty much. Welcome, everybody. We got plenty to talk about. Johnny LaQuasto here with you at Quasto on the social medias. The lovely lady right there has seen Black Panther now four times. She's covering it a whole bunch of times for Nerdist and other media outlets. You see her every single week on Marvel Movie News as well. Follow her at Markia McCarty. And I know her Twitter is some funny name right now that I don't remember what it is. It's Markia McCarty. Yeah, uh, my Twitter name is Make Mine Wakanda McCarty. (laughs) It's a play on Make Mine Marvel. Of course. Of course. Um, But yeah, I'm I'm glad to be back. I missed y'all last week. You You were working. Yeah, and I was getting my nerd on, but uh, this is a different kind of nerd to get on. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Well, the gentleman sitting next to you is a former Hollywood Heritage Champion for Championship Wrestling from Hollywood, but you can see him very frequently now on Championship Wrestling from Arizona. He's doing a lot of things, and I, I can't really get into graphic detail, but if you find a way to watch them, uh, you, you'll probably enjoy them. There's, there's always a way to watch Robert Baines. If you search for him, you can find him. I would have been present for Raw tonight, but Robert Baines is not currently welcome in the state of Arizona. <sighs> Are we allowed to talk about what you did? Yeah. Not yet. Oh. Okay. For legal reasons, not yet. Okay. <laughs> All right, I mean, because... should I should I mention that he's got like a home alert, like bracelet on his leg? It's a thick bracelet. I mean, is too. that a yeah? It's should, it, I, it, should I mention that? <laughs> it directly affects a, a very good friend of yeah. mine. So, but anyways, yeah, he's wrestled all over the world. Follow him everywhere at True Hobo. He is the hobo. Yep, the hobo here. Robert Baines everywhere else. Some days you're one thing, some days you're the other, and some days you're something different entirely. That's life. <laughs> And, and then for the chat room, yes, Wakanda forever. Yep, Wakanda forever. <laughs> I love it. And of course, we got Tony in the booth. Hey there, what's up, everybody? What up, guys? Talk some wrestling, some smash sounds. <laughs> I, I, I know, I know yeah. wrestling, guys. I know wrestling. Smash sounds. Some smash sounds. That's actually smash the sounds. that's like the new Saturday morning show. Smash some sounds. Bamf. Some bamf happening. <laughs> it's when the beefy men hit the hit the, hit the ring. You know, it's a smash sound. That's yeah, they, they hit the ring. Yeah. yeah, yeah, they do. Yeah. Fair enough. We'll take it. So <laughs> this was a very interesting go home show. Who would have thought it would have let off with a ninety minute ish gauntlet match? 
It's the best freaking go home show I've I ever seen. Loved this. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Didn't that bring you back? I mean, the it physical therapist in me was back. worried for everybody. <laughs> I was terrified, but I sure. Mean, it was a major topic on, on, on commentary tonight. Is this a good idea to actually put yourself through this kind of match before such a rigorous match, such as uh, the Elimination Chamber on Sunday? You've, you've really got to store your energy and save yourself because that, that match can take it out of you is it a good idea to really fight your hardest on monday when on sunday you're fighting for a spot at wrestlemania yeah i I just know that i was all about it i was all about this i could not believe rollins went as long and as hard as he did i was like this this guy he's sneaking cans of spinach Mm -hmm. or something one hour 47 one hour 47 according and he was bringing it the entire time every time that i thought okay you you've done good that'd do that'd do and then he'd bust something else out what is that Sound strategy? No, no, not at all. <laughs> no, okay. no, that's not I'm what we're not, saying. I'm not the only one who's going to say it. He no. should have just taken, taken the L. No, the, the only oh, smart one in the entire early. match was the Miz, who tried to run away. That's mm-hmm. what I would have done too. He's already entering first on Sunday. He tried to bolt, and all Braun Strowman had to do <laughs> was just like whiff at him, and he knocked him over because yeah. that's what Braun Braun do. Uh, but yeah, so we start off with Roman Reigns, and at first I'm thinking, okay, Roman's just going to talk about this Sunday. You know, and then we're just going to move on from there. Little do we know, the gauntlet match is about to happen. And he said he's going to win tonight. He's going to win Sunday because he's the only person who could beat Lesnar. And he said, if you don't believe me, go back and watch the WrestleMania. Last time I had Lesnar beat before someone else ruined it. Right on cue, Seth Rollins. His music hits. And yeah, the gauntlet starts off with the best buddies, Roman and Rollins. And this was fantastic right from the start. And what I loved about this gauntlet match Everyone, for the most part, was really able to tell a story, especially Cena and Rollins, I thought. Yeah. No, yeah. it was it was fantastic from start to finish. I really think we need to take this one match at a time. Mm. Uh, Reigns and Rollins to start it off. They, they were doing their best to conserve energy. And you have to because both of them are looking at advancing into another, what, five other matches, six other matches, because there's, both of them are starting off first, so whoever wins has got the rest of the gauntlet in front of them. So they did their best to conserve energy, but even in energy conservation, it doesn't mean that you're not doing anything. They were constantly grinding on each other from the very beginning, uh, going back, trading holds, wrist locks, headlocks, Roman Reigns controlling the head, which is very intelligent, grounding Seth Rollins, because he loves to get skybound. That's his his, yep. It's his mm-hmm. favorite thing, and he did it a lot over the course of this match here with uh, Roman Reigns, and then with John Cena. Yeah. It really was. Uh, it was. It was. It was almost a pleasure. It's almost a pleasure to see the two of them go. Like we know that they have had so much history. I mean, back with NXT and uh, the two of them, yep. and Dean Ambrose, and we know Shield for WWE, and then they split off from that, and now we have this and this match. I mean. I thought it was pay-per-view quality. Mm. I, I thought this, and especially the Rollins-Cena one, was. Oof. Yeah. I I cannot when. Okay, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Hobo. I'm going to skip ahead. Go, um, ahead. Go for it. When Rollins finally got penned, and he was just on the mat, and mm. he was just there, like existing and breathing, it it was like um if it was a, a video game or something and the meter is just at one. Sure. It's like I, I cannot believe I 
for talking. Did you just made a teenage mutant ninja sure. turtle? Yep. Who doesn't? Yeah. Wait, look, when you eat a pizza, you gain strength. That's a fact. It's a scientific fact. That is. I just didn't yeah. expect a, a game reference from you. No, no. I if like it's it. a gaming reference prior to 2002, I'm on it. All right. Yeah. All right. Don't I like you it. worry about that. <laughs> Continue. Yeah, but um, the way that he got out of the ring, it was, I felt proud of him. Mm-hmm. It's like, I don't even know the man. I felt proud of what he delivered tonight. I felt proud of him. He he went 210%, and he didn't have to, not for this one. He was going for himself, and I appreciated that. And, and what was, go ahead. Yeah, and then with his interview afterwards with, like, Renee, where he just kind of said that it didn't matter. It's like, no, it mattered. It affected me. No, but it was great, though. He said, if I don't win Sunday, all this was nothing. And, mm. what you know, the commentators also did a great job of talking about how just last week, he told Angle, I want it to be Monday Night Rollins again. Let me go out and prove it. Well, him and Finn get the pin at the same time. Now they're added seven people in the Elimination Chamber. But Rollins had something to prove tonight. And, and you know, getting the, ro- the, the traded roll-ups, getting the roll-up on Roman for the win, I really enjoyed how he pulled that one off, for sure. It was very, it's just, it's how you move. It's all about movement and using the angles to help uh, execute the particular pinning combinations mm-hmm. and that's that's exactly what he did he folded Roman Reigns up he grabbed his heels and pulled them <laughs> over his head and there's there's no way to get out of a pin that deep but even then it was that was kind of the beginning of the end because even in that match he, he the toll it took on his knee was significant enough for him to to start grabbing at it for it to start affecting how he moved in the ring yep. and then he had to move on to John Cena <laughs> and <laughs> that's how good this match was even his knee told a story <laughs> throughout multiple matches that's so impressive and then him and Cena I mean there's a lot of great moments but wow when he manages to AA Cena not only that yes. just almost full body pressing him onto his shoulders keep in mind at least 45 minutes plus into this match that I mean he's he is CrossFit Jesus because that is something else it wasn't clean but no. it was effective. It was effective. And that's all that matters. The, the AA, John Cena makes the AA look really easy. I can tell you for a fact, it's harder than it looks. Well, sure, because you have full body weight on top of your neck, which is, you know, and in your shoulders, which is very, there's a reason some people don't like squatting. I hate having that bar in the back of my neck. Yeah. I can only mm. imagine having a human. Yeah. yeah, and it's Cena-sized. That man is, like, it's Cena-sized. <laughs> that's a fair point. It's very solid. Very yeah. Very solid mass. He's like, he's like black matter, like, densed into <laughs> a body form. And and he did that. He lifted that. He slammed that. He pinned that. I mean, he, he got out just, John barely just got out of that. For that one, yeah. And no one was expecting Rollins no. to use the AA. No. Not <laughs> one single person Everybody was going bonkers in that place. And I, the way John Cena approached this match to me was as veteran as you could yeah. possibly approach it. I was thinking the same thing. It's rare to see Cena playing from ahead the whole time. Yeah. And I really like how he approached it. He was very, you know calculated he was he was kind of measuring him up the entire time. He was even talking smack, which <laughs> you don't really hear that often from him. I mean it's it's I don't I wouldn't say it's talking smack. It's sound advice Love from it. a guy who's standing over you ready to hit you as hard as he can. Stay down. 
just take the loss. That's Sunday's it. coming up. <laughs> you don't want me to have to hit you again. I mean, just think about Sunday. I think Marquis, that's a little bit of smack talk, if you ask me. Um, I think he couldn't help himself by that point. And I, I, there's levels of smack talk that was just like, you know, seventh grade, eighth grade smack talk. Whereas okay. it's, it's not too hard. Which is seen a sense like, of humor. It's so like GPG, you know, it's real fun. People get it. They understand that you're talking hard at them, but okay. you know, it's, you know, it's, it's a, okay. It's, it's seen a hard talk. And it, but he wasn't lighthearted about it. Everything about this seemed really serious to me. And this John Cena seems like a man who takes things seriously. Yeah. Where I I can say that I don't feel he's he's done that a lot in his career. He's kind of left off major threats. Right. But this just just the difficulties that he's facing on a match by match basis really seem to be weighing heavily on him. And you can see it in the post match interview. He's like, Yeah, you know, I'm just doing a lot right now and this is this is a really hard time for me. It was an interesting yeah. interview, Marky, when he talked about how he, not making excuses, but I have a lot going on. I'm kinda distracted. I found that very I'm surprised that he went that route. I felt but, I felt it was real. You yeah. know, it was definitely real. I mean, Cena was in his feels, and I felt it. You <laughs> Cena feels. Yeah, uh, Cena feels. Aw. Coming <laughs> soon to the network. Yeah, I mean, um, when you think about it, like uh, back when when they had Cena going toe to toe with Roman Reigns, or should I say, Mike to Mike with Roman Reigns, and they decided to just, mm. you know what, let's just talk. Let's let's talk about the things that uh, we're not supposed to talk about out here, and they just went there, mm-hmm. and we appreciated that. I. I feel like Cena's probably just gotten to that certain point in his career. I mean, he's transitioning over to Hollywood still. Sure. And it's just gotten to the point where he's just being really honest. He's just being honest and he's being open. And so we're getting real Cena. He's, he's not a young man. He can't pretend like this doesn't affect him. Yeah. I think he truly knows that his days as an active, full-time professional wrestler are numbered. And mm-hmm. he is counting them. He's looking in the mirror, and I, I don't think he's seeing the young man of yesteryear. I think he's seeing, uh, not I wouldn't say an old dog, but no, definitely but somebody who's got a lot of time behind The them. next phase of his life. And, you know, he's starting to do what generally veterans do. You look at someone like Jericho, he's lost a lot more matches than he's won the last couple of years. And he's made other people better for it. And when he took that curb stomp tonight on Seth Rollins, that's a massive moment for Seth Rollins. Yeah. Yeah. So. And it, was, it was hard fought. Rollins mm-hmm. had to climb all the way up. I mean, Roman Reigns and Cena into what would be by themselves great matches. All of a sudden, back-to-back, make Rollins an even better wrestler and even more of a credible threat at any given time. Mm-hmm. And just the the crowd was so far behind him that when Elias came out, I I, I thought that they were ready for Seth Rollins to just run over Elias. They wanted like, to walk There's no Rollins, way yeah. Elias is going to beat Seth Rollins. After Seth Rollins <laughs> just beat Roman Reigns and John Cena, there's no way Elias is going to take this victory. The Mar- tank was empty Well, Mar- Mar- one great thing about this match, though, is the fact that it, it really made everyone look fantastic. So Elias mm-hmm. comes in, and in a relatively short amount of time, he takes care of Rollins, hits the drift away, and so he continues on in the gauntlet. So that's a huge win for Elias, whereas Rollins just did everything, has nothing else to prove. 
Yeah. Well, the way that the gauntlet is set up, it's if you start in the number one spot, it's very, very rare that you're going to get to the end. I mean, Cena did it, obviously. He did it once. Mm -hmm. You know, but with this, Rollins went up against Reigns and Cena. By the time he gets to, like, the just the stiff wrestling style of Elias, what is there left then? After 65 minutes. At that point, that man needs a nap and a sandwich. Yeah. You know, in that order. He doesn't need to have Elias riding him the way that it was. So I as soon as I saw Elias come out, I was like, Yeah, yeah, Seth is He's going done. down. He's and you going know, down. you know that all of the guys participating in this are standing backstage watching Seth Rollins wrestle. And that is exactly why Elias came out with a game plan of immediately targeting the knee that he already knew was incredibly weak, and he went to work on it right away to ground Seth Rollins to take away more than half of his arsenal. And it worked really well because he didn't have any energy to really resist. And then when Elias hit the drift away, the the crowd was pissed. (laughs) (laughs) Which is perfect for Elias. I mean, that was was old school kind of, you're going to get stuff thrown at you. Grandmas are going to try and shiv you. WCW (laughs) style, just throwing stuff in the ring. Yeah, yeah. I love that. But that's great for Elias. And then uh, Finn Balor follows up. And, uh, you know, this could have went either way for me. But Finn Balor hits the coup de grace for the win. And then backstage Elias says that he's going to go into WrestleMania and give his greatest performance ever. So Finn Balor takes care of Elias in relative, not, not a short amount of time. but um. No, but then Elias' mm. game plan began to work on the shoulder of Finn Balor. Mm. Again, a very strategic approach. He understands the, the weakness of his opponent, much because he's, he's wrestled Finn Balor quite a bit before. So he comes prepared with a game plan on how to get Finn Balor out of his way. Mm-hmm. I think Elias is actually more intelligent that a lot of people give him credit for, um, because he doesn't he doesn't wrestle in in a style that really is overly cerebral, but he does it just enough homework to get by and have at least uh, a bit of a game plan on everybody he's trying to overcome. Yeah, maybe he spends a lot of time, you know, writing the songs. So right. you know that takes up. That I takes mean, maybe time. he's it watching does. tape while he does so. Maybe he does. That's maybe does. It's hard to kill two birds with that stone, but anything's really possible. Is. Um, yeah. So Mr. Raj hit the ramp. They distract Balor. Miz attacks from behind. So perfect strategy right away. Of course, Balor ends up getting some comeuppance on them, but eventually he hits the top rope, going for the coup de grace. One more distraction from the Miz to Raj, which leads to the skull-crushing finale. Big win for the Miz, or is it? <laughs> <laughs> did, did he win? Did he? I mean, he won, he, he won but did did battle. he really win? <laughs> he won the battle. He did not win the war. <laughs> and uh, he won the right to be fed to a giant. Mm-hmm. Right. Like great. And I I thought this match made Finn Balor look great. He had so much heat. He was so tired of that mistourage that even he took the time to dive right over that top rope onto him. Take that seven ten split. I mean, eliminate them <laughs> as best he could because yeah. they were the thorn in his side for the entirety of that match. And I, I, there's something about Finn Balor. He's very soft spoken, but when he has the opportunity, he comes with a ton of fire. I mean, he he, he wrestles a lot bigger than he is, which is why he can match up with you know a lot of people. Right, right. And it's not it's not even 
size, it's just his smoothness. If you're smooth, you don't have to necessarily meet a larger opponent head-on if you work the angles like he does. And what I dug about the backstage interviews during this match is every one of them had a purpose. They all kind of made sense. You know, Balor was, you know, ticked off at the Miztourage, like you mentioned. He said, mm -hmm. well, they're locked out this Sunday, but the Miz is locked in with me. So, Marquia, that adds to a little bit more intrigue. Now you have Balor and the Miz. You know, they're going to butt heads, you would think, at some point, whenever the, the what do they call the pods? The pods. Are yes. Up. Right. Uh, yeah, I like that. I like that um, that matchup with um, uh, Fenn and Miz. I mean, I would really like it if they would get some mic time with each other because I feel like Fenn would really bring some nice fire to Miz. And Miz, Miz is just a good he, – he compliments everybody. Like, mm -hmm. you can put him next to anybody and it's going to work. But I feel like maybe we haven't gotten as much mic time with Fenn as we could – I think he's. I think he's funny. I think he's funny. I think he's charismatic. Yeah. He's got his own kind of humor. He's, he's, he's he very needs, charismatic in a certain way. Sure. Right. Yeah. It's he just needs it's drive. That's the one thing mm. that's missing is a drive. He doesn't necessarily know where he's going. He enjoys himself and he enjoys the direction he's heading in. But he doesn't have a, a goal, a larger goal. And I would say that actually the Miz should be Finn Balor's goal because Finn Balor plus the Balor Club is an equal match to Miz and the Miztourage, and they, all of them, could have a great time beating the crap out of each other at WrestleMania. So chat roll is all about predicting WrestleMania matches already. Ah, uh, Bradley I, I Allen, okay. yeah, he's got one here. Miz and Miztourage versus Balor and, well, Balor Club, essentially. Six-man tornado yeah. tag match WrestleMania. Whoever wins is the IC champion. What do you guys think about that? That's a little messy. That's, yeah, that's a little Because much. why... Like, no. No. <laughs> I, 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 I would do a, a Thin Miz, you know, for the title. A Thin Miz? Thin, a Thin Miz? Yeah. A Thin Miz. Okay. Yeah, the Girl Scout yep. cookies. Uh, they're in season now, right? Yeah, they sure are. <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> yeah, I would do a Thin and the Miz for the title. I think you can that do would the be. six man leading up to it. You can do mm -hmm. a like a special thing. As you know, with Mania, you want to get as many people involved as possible. Right. So. You yeah. can even do a tag match, the the Taraj versus the club, and put uh, Finn and Miz in shark cages. Did you just call them. them the Taraj? They call them the Taraj because it's the Miz and the Taraj. I love that. Miz and the Taraj. I love that so much. Because I mean, think about it though. Both three man teams have such great chemistry together. I would enjoy seeing them. Work together at WrestleMania. It would, be, that was the it would be a great opportunity for all six of those guys to mix yes. it up, and it would be a lot of fun. Yeah, yes. so they could so, give us a little bit of lead up up into that. Well, I can lead up to the final entrant of the gauntlet, yeah. and as told by the Miz's facial expression, <laughs> happiness <laughs> turns into fear. <laughs> it was Real the fear. the oh. the bass playing <laughs> monster among men. Braun Strowman, and woo! You know, Miz survived for a while. Like, he he put up a fight. He ran away. Oh, boy. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, buddy. Ran away. It was amazing the speed that Braun Strowman chased him down and just went, jaw with his right arm. <laughs> Knocked him down. Man. And they did whatever they... And, oh, the kick out. So, skull-crushing skull finale on Strowman. Braun kicked out so strong, threw Miz <laughs> over the bottom rope right into the Miz Taraj. That was a thing of beauty. That was that was my favorite. I want the right? gif of that. I need that gif because it was 
absolutely perfect. Well, it was messy, but it was perfect for what it was. It was. It w- if it was any cleaner, it would have looked rehearsed. Yeah, there you go. And because it was sort of not as clean, it was like, I don't know if that was supposed Before we continue, one of the ways we keep all this content for you, the listener, free of charge, is our amazing sponsors. Today, Beach Too Sandy, Water Too Wet is one of those sponsors. Beach Too Sandy, Water Too Wet is a comedy podcast featuring brother and sister duo Alex and Christine as they recap dramatic readings of one-star reviews written by real people with not-so-real problems. Whether it's a bar's no-throw-up policy or a barista who's just too friendly or maybe a school psychologist's fashion sense, reviewers complain about everything. Prepare for equal amounts laughter and eye-rolling. Each week, Alex and Christine cover topics ranging from strip clubs in Vegas, ghost tours in New Orleans, or DMVs in Phoenix. They nobly delve into the cesspools of Yelp, TripAdvisor, and other review sites to find you the best of the worst. Listen to Beach Too Sandy, Water Too Wet on Spotify, Anchor, Apple Podcasts, or any of your favorite podcasts. Apps. You can also find them on all social media platforms at Beach Two Sandy. Supposed to happen or not? <laughs> but I'm glad that it did. Yes. Yeah. But yeah, I, I, it was... I don't want to gloss over the fact that be, that that pin and that toss out was because the Miz hit Braun Strowman with the skull crushing finale right? successfully. Yeah. Yeah. That that like I, I said think... this. This match made every single entrant look fantastic, which is not easy to do in a gauntlet. I don't know, like. If you give it, if you give, if you give it time, what well, they did, it, it <laughs> oh, they will. definitely did. Like it's just a matter of choosing the strengths and choosing the weaknesses, mm-hmm. and then if you put them in, you can actually make something that's really cohesive and really nice, just like we saw here. But the problem with most gauntlets is they aren't given the proper amount of time. A gauntlet of this this size should be given an hour and a half. Sure. Yeah. And it was. And I, I enjoyed the order also. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I, I don't... Perfect sense. I would not have changed up that order. No. no. Yeah. Now, after the match, of course, Braun gets the power slam for the win. He even confused me a little bit. <laughs> he called... I guess he was calling Lesnar the Beastie Boy, right? Because he's the Beast? I guess. <laughs> it confused me for a second. I was like, Beastie Boy! And I'm like... Did you think he was talking about the group? I thought he was talking. He was, no, he I thought was he was calling about, him out. Well, because he was staring right at Miz, and I'm like, that makes sense. Okay, no, he's talking about Lesnar, and then he's like, "Excuse me, I got some business to attend to," and he goes back <laughs> and nine more power slams to everybody. Yeah, I really enjoyed that post match with Charlie uh, because it, just... it was like I I thought, okay, great, great, but he was staring off into the distance, but I didn't think anything of it. I didn't think that he was doing like mad dog laser eyes mm-hmm. at the Miz Maybe getting not. up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And that the Miz-tourage was still over there. And he was like a, a mad dog with a bone. Beastie boy. Because, <laughs> you know, the beast. So I, that it, it, it took me a good 30 seconds of like, who is he? Oh, he's talking to Lesnar. Um, yeah. I liked it that tickled you so much. Yeah, I loved it. So yeah. out of these seven individuals, who would you like to see face Lesnar the most? At WrestleMania. I'll run him over again. Mm. Roman yeah. Reigns, Seth Rollins, John Cena, Elias, Finn Balor, The Miz, Brown Strowman. At this point, probably Seth Rollins. Mm. Because it would be so different from when he faced Lesnar at WrestleMania the first time. When he cashed in. Yeah. Sure. It would be so different. He cashed in, obviously, at the end. Sure. Yeah. Right. But this, the whole run-up to this would be completely different. That's what interests me about it. It's the same and not the same at the same time. So it's, it's interesting to see 
Mm-hmm. Rollins is actually a true babyface right now. Oh yeah, and he's had I mean, a lot of trouble getting here, but I think he's with this match tonight only helped. Yeah, tonight only helped. Yeah. He's he's made it into that that particular chapter of his career, mm-hmm. and I'd like to see the babyface Seth Rollins face Brock Lesnar. Good choice. Okay, can't for, go wrong with that. Yeah, for me, it's more like a process of elimination. <laughs> I I don't see Elias no. doing it, so that's that's a big oh no. Um, I don't see Cena doing it. And uh, he's tied with Flair. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He is, but I don't know. It just with with his post match, how he was talking about how he's being pulled in so many different directions. Right, and I don't and think such. Cena cares. He might not even want to break Ric Flair's record. He might mm-hmm. that you know, and that's understandable. I don't know that's, if it matters to him at this that's point. That's the question should, to John yeah. Cena right now that maybe somebody should ask backstage. What is your priority? Mm-hmm. Do, right. Would you rather go to Hollywood or would you rather win the WWE Championship one more time and break Ric Flair's record? What is your yeah, priority? I, I just don't feel like that is no. a priority for him. So that's why that's why I'm a I'm a no for him. I think it's cooler that they're tied personally. So so yeah, so no Cena, no yeah, uh, um, Elias. Uh, I'm going to say no Finn and no Miz. Uh, okay. Differing reasons for that one. So you're down to Roman and Braun? Um, uh, no, because right? uh, I have Seth Rollins. Seth, yeah. Oh, sorry. Those okay. two. So I don't want Reigns <laughs> just because so? that's an arbitrary reason. Braun and Seth. And I'm, sure. I'm, I'm a butt for, you know, saying that. But, yeah, I guess out of uh, Strowman and Rollins, because of how well Rollins showed for the first two matches – like smart, smart wrestling, telling a story, and then just that power that he pulled out of, like pulled out of his butt mm-hmm. to be able to do that to Cena. I want to see that, like that power, that, like that adverse reaction that he has when he is down to the mat and you know has all of his energy gone, and then he does his own type of berserker mode. I want to see the architect go up against Brock Lesnar for that oh, reason. Wow! All right, both of you. I, look, yeah. I'm not about to yeah. argue with that. Look, the the person in me that just likes to see Godzilla versus King Kong would be Braun Strowman versus Brock Lesnar. I think that would be just tremendously entertaining. I, I would love to see Braun Strowman get into a mic war with Paul Heyman. I think that would be incredibly <laughs> fun. It'd be fun to see Braun Strowman pick up Heyman by his collar and just dangle him. You know, I. But you're right. It's hard to go against Seth. That's going to be an amazing match. I do think Cena, the Cena we have now, I think he would be incredibly emotional. I think he would be totally invested. We know Cena is going to be at Mania. The question is how. That that's I don't know. It's so it's hard to choose. And I, you're right. I think the best choice probably would be Rollins. But then again, Roman was eliminated first. Could be for a reason. Yeah. Oh, to save him, save save him up, save Maybe. that train. I mean, he just he does have the uh, just a good enough chance as anybody yes. at this point. Well, time to move on. New inductee to the Hall of Fame: J E double F J A double R E double T double J Jeff Jarrett. Congratulations to him. A lot of people uh, didn't see this one coming because of obviously a bit of an icy relationship over the years with WWE. Uh, but no, very well deserved in every interaction I've ever had with Jeff. He is the coolest dude, and he's been on Compadres a boatload of times. And, uh, you know, what are your thoughts? I was was surprised, you know, because it's like, hey, TNA, you know, (laughs) like, well, okay. But the thing is that, you know, as we've seen by people coming over, 
there's no shadiness. I mean, there's no like, mm. there's nothing being held against anymore. Wrestlers have to make a living, yeah. and and if they go to other companies, they do. I think, and that's a beautiful thing. Those times are coming <clears throat> to a close for now. Right. Mm. The the industry is is such that the public wants wrestling. They want a lot of wrestling, right? And people can deliver and make money delivering, so there is less animosity. Well, there has in to be the business. Yeah. That business has to grow together, and that's including the conglomerate, the juggernaut that is WWE. It didn't you? Well, it, it has to do with the ebb and flow, <laughs> the the loss of the territories, and there right. only being so much market saturation on television. But then the audience caught up with the saturation. Therefore, you can have more, and there's more demand, thus more supply, and everybody's kind of happy. Yeah. So we're doing okay. He'll, he'll give a good speech. Yeah. Yes. Yes, he will. Yes, he will. Uh, that that man can talk. Mm. That yep. um, that man and a mic are a match made in heaven. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I, I'm I'm not against it. I just. You know, there's uh, a other people were, that I would yeah. like to sure. have them announce. Every know? year is different, as you Every know. Year, it's, uh, you know, yeah, it, it, yeah. And a lot of fans so. were very snarky about it, but yeah, it's wrestling fans. He, what are you gonna do? You have to say that Jeff Jarrett <laughs> did win a lot of gold yes. with the mm. WWE, yep. as well as outside of said company. Yes. So you, for that reason, he does deserve to be inside, and, arguably more than others. And you, you could and say I, he was a gold force, right? Sure. Good job. And you and I spoke to this, too. Think about how many careers got elevated because of the company he started. Yes. I mean, what? where would have where AJ Styles, Samoa Joe, all those guys, where would they have gone if there wasn't a TNA 15 years ago? He gave That's a lot true. of people a lot of out, uh, a new outlet yeah. to mm-hmm. an entire community, uh, people elevated and, them. And then them. think about it. It's probably... Very encouraging for people that are in indie wrestling, where sure. it's just like, hey, no more animosity, know? exactly. It's great. And yeah. you know, so, people can say what they want about uh, TNA or whatever. Look, <laughs> just, it, whatever happened with TNA, it wasn't all him. All right, there is another person that was even more in charge who made a lot of questionable decisions that he had nothing to do with. So let's just calm down if you're upset about. I, I think it's very well deserved. I mean, ranking him over the coals at this point doesn't <clears throat> do anyone any good. It really doesn't. Yeah, it's, it's pointless. Yeah. So congratulations to him. Yeah. Uh, next up, we have an interview with Oscar in the ring. Marquia, as usual, she said no one's ready. Her undefeated streak is not going to end. And then Nia Jax, uh, Braun Strowman's her. Yeah. Tries. Uh, tries. What I like is that um, Asuka's head is on a swivel at all times. Mm-hmm. You you can't come out. You can't pop out of her blind spot. You can't Samoa Joe her. That's not going to happen because it's Asuka. Yeah. And she was ready. The second that she felt like uh, Jax's presence, you could see. It's like her body, her head went first and her body pivoted. And then she had a hold. She had a hold of her with those, those I leg kicks. I didn't even know that Nia Jax was there before Asuka started kicking her. It's like, what's Asuka do? Oh, damn it, it's Nia Jax. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. yeah. <laughs> there, there it is. There she is. But the power of Nia Jax overcame Asuka this time around. Even yep. though she, she did see her coming, mm-hmm. she just couldn't get out of the way fast enough. But is it part of the plan, perhaps, you know, to lull Jax into, you know, where it's like, oh, yeah, I got her. I'll be able to get her again. And Asuka's like, oh, you got me once. You will not get me in the same way one more time. I wouldn't put it past Asuka to play possum. As part of a larger game plan, mm-hmm. she is not 
playing checkers. She's playing, like, eighth-dimensional chess. Uh, well, that's a very specific style of chess that I've never heard of. <laughs> but I'm into it. Now, I'm into this match. I, they've done a good job of getting people ready for it, you know? And with the two Elimination Chamber matches, they're obviously going to take quite a long time. This is another really intriguing match to go with it, so... Pretty good stuff. Oh, shout out to Tails P. Asuka since Naya Jax like a Dragon Ball character. Yes. It's like nice. you, you feel their force. It's like their power level. Oh. <laughs> um, yeah, like our Wi-Fi is not working in here, so I can't actually see that. Thank God we have chat roll up there. Uh, let's see. Titus Worldwide versus The Bar. What? Apollo with the roll-up on Cesaro for the win. Now, you got to believe we have four matches technically right now this Sunday. Are we about to see Titus Worldwide take on the bar on Sunday? We're almost ready to see Apollo, just Apollo, take on the bar. (laughs) Because it is Apollo that is truly racking up these victories for Titus Worldwide. And he's not Cruz anymore. No, it's just Apollo. Interesting. Yeah, it's it's very interesting. Um, I, 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 yeah, I'm not sure what to anticipate from this but it's all it's all looking like it's working in Apollo's favor. Mm-hmm. All of it. Well, here's my question. They just got done celebrating the cruise can't lose catchphrase. Yeah. What what why? <laughs> what well, he lost the cruise, so now you can't follow Apollo. He, cru- he lost. Fo- oh, they do that. Follow Apollo. You can't follow Apollo. Fair enough. You can't follow I like follow Apollo. Okay. Like, you could do like that. a That's... god, like a leader, just so. <laughs> follow the buzzer. Follow, follow Apollo. And hey, Apollo's a god name. Yeah. Ooh, I mean, uh, yeah. think think of what Titus Worldwide has now. They have a a godlike character. <laughs> uh-huh. Sorry. Even I couldn't I couldn't keep that straight. Okay, so like a godlike character. And then they have um their statistician. Dana mm. Brooks, she's crunching the numbers sure. on the outside, mm-hmm. you know. She's um, writing stuff down. She is. She's kind she of I, drawing she's pictures kinda, of uh, animals. I, I never, she's kind of like their uh, their Sailor Mercury. This was you know? such she's, a perfect. Uh, <laughs> I, don't, I don't know that. What she's that got means. she's got uh, glasses on, so it's, it's a Sailor so Moon reference. I figured it was, but she's she's out there. She's like uh, she's getting the angles. She's down got an and, abacus because mm. you have to have an abacus. Mm-hmm. Yeah, a TI eighty five graphing calculator. Yes. Yeah. And, and then no. you've got uh, Titus doing all of his uh, his outside good works, you know, with um, helping those kids get to Black Panther. So, so they going to start like a cult or something? No, I'm just saying like they have all of this going on for them for Titus Worldwide. So it uh, <laughs> kind of psychs out the other team. You talk about perfect <laughs> casting. Never did I think Dana Brooke would be so good in a role. And it's just really... <laughs> Do you want airtime? Do this. Yeah, the three of them are just really entertaining. And... I I could only assume maybe this will be the kickoff match or something, pre-show. Maybe I could see mm-hmm. them doing that. Yeah, because why not? They're they're very entertaining mm. together, the teams. Yes. And yeah. Apollo gets the roll up. They're them, so. establishing mm. a backstory, so you know there's a follow Apollo. Follow Apollo. And the fourth match currently on the card for this Sunday, Bray Wyatt taking on Matt Hardy. They both had a lot to say back and forth in separate rooms this evening once again. Bray Wyatt says, some say the end is near. Personally, I hope they're right, especially for Matt Hardy. And Matt Hardy said they've been engaging in battle since the dawn of time. They both call each other liars. (laughs) (laughs) And Bray Wyatt says Hardy's dream of a woken world will become a nightmare and he will burn. And then Wyatt says he will be, I'm sorry, Hardy says Wyatt will be deleted. Uh, I, you you give me these two on any pay-per-view, I'm on board. Um, The question is, 
I gotta believe this leads to WrestleMania, though, right? Depends on what's gonna happen on Sunday. We don't know hmm. what kind of match is going to take place on Sunday. They haven't announced it as being anything else, but regular Bray Wyatt yeah. said that Matt Hardy's going to burn, and I wouldn't put it past him to light a dude on fire. <laughs> I, w- I wouldn't put it past Hardy to be like, yeah, we could do this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's like, we, we could make this work. I Actually, I've been testing out things at my house. So I've got, got my, I've got my secret concoction here. We can burn this. I hope this ends in utter chaos. No finish, completely just no. Just they, God knows what they do. Just whatever. Just complete chaos, and that leads to WrestleMania to where it becomes really weird. I don't care if it's a you know on the Hardy compound, on the Wyatt compound. Some of they do both. I don't know. It's WrestleMania. You have mm-hmm. these two together. You don't know if that's going to be a possibility a year from now at WrestleMania. I say you go for broke. This match should end in chaos, and it should lead to some craziness at WrestleMania. Total nuts. Yeah, I want it to get real weird, yes. and I want them to have fun. And right. that's the thing, because we have fun when they have fun. More fun and than the I House don't of Horrors. I don't know how many times I have to say it. Drones! I want to see some drones. I'd like to think that's going to be the buildup. That I hope, like, yeah. I, I want someone riding on a lawnmower, like down the ramp. I, we need Vanguard 1. We need Skarsgård, the dilapidated boat. <laughs> we need the Lake of Reincarnation. <laughs> Why not? It's WrestleMania. You have these two together. Let lightning strike. Make it as weird as possible. You have a production team. Film a bunch of it outside of the ring if you have to. Just make it different than the House of Horrors. Yeah. Hopefully. Yeah, I mean, it's... I I don't know. We'll have to just wait and see. Yeah, like, um, ask them for the ideas. Don't don't have creative do the ideas. Ask them what they want to do. Because... Will Jeff be back, huh? Huh? I don't know. I know Hardy's full of ideas. Mm -hmm. Just let him run with it. And we already spoke about what an awesome Raw this was. So we had a great gauntlet match. We had build-up for this Sunday. And then the main event is the women. That's just a great show start to finish. Really good six-women tag. They brought it. There was a lot of physicality in this one. Sasha Bailey and Mickey James taking on Absolution and Alexa Bliss with uh, Paige at ringside. A uh, lot of great moments. Everyone's punking Bailey out. You have Mandy Rose punking her out. Then Alexa does like a, a what? She goes in for a, she folk, faked a uh, a forearm and then slapped her. I forget what she did exactly. She just came running in, looked like she was gonna give her a corner line. Yeah, yeah. short, <laughs> slapped the bejesus <laughs> right did. out of her. Woo. She did. Yeah, she knocked some arithmetic out of her head. Mm-hmm. Bailey is is. Becoming that person that everybody thinks has a weakness, but then she manages to fire up and start kicking ass, and that's exactly mm-hmm. what she has to do. Yep. And in professional wrestling, it's kind of like prison rules. If they sense a weakness, they're going to take advantage of it no matter what it is. And you know. Yes. Yeah. So you have to immediately jump on it when they start going for it, whatever the weakness perceived weaknesses and just cut it right the hell out. Yeah, and I think the perceived weakness is that they feel like Bailey might be one that um would yield before she'd really hurt you. Mm-hmm. And when you look at like Mickey and Sasha, it's like Sasha, no, Sasha gonna be that butt. It's like she's gonna win, she's gonna do it. And then Mickey's got she's got too much experience to she knows how far is too far. She been around, she don't she, care. She she no, yeah. she doesn't care. And you could see she was having so much fun. I was all about I was all about Mickey. All about yeah. Mickey for this match. So, but I guess with Bailey, like you were saying, perceived, it's like, oh, I think she'll draw back a little bit. So I'm going to go all out. 
Yes. And Sasha hit some sweet knees on Sonya Deville and then Alexa. And then Alexa's whew, just smashing Sasha into the second turnbuckle. Eventually, it leads to Sasha with a reversal. Bank statement for the win. Really good-looking bank statement, too. But everyone, in my opinion, really shined in this match also. I mean, start to finish. It, so it leads in. we got a couple of minutes left. Leads into this Sunday. We already talked about the men's elimination chamber. This one's for the title. So Alexa has a 16.67-something percent. You're doing Steiner math over there. Oh. You got two-thirds and 141st percent. <laughs> so who do you think wins this one? Oh, do you mean like does she retain? or? If, yeah, I mean, uh, any one of these women wins this match, they become the champ. So you want to do a process of elimination again? Yeah. 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 Okay. That seems to be the easiest way. way. <laughs> so we could assume we could eliminate absolution. Yeah. We I'm, could absolute absolution. Uh, yeah. I'm thinking no Mandy and no Deville yet. It's too early. Yeah. Just just a bit too early. Good. They're going to have a great showing. Mm-hmm. Great showing, but not right okay. now. Yeah. So that leaves Sasha, Bailey, Mickey, Alexa. Well, I'd love it. I I no. feel like Alexa retains. Yeah, I, because she I was, might, I was trying to... She's playing the Mickey card. Like, this match was, again, designed sort of by Alexa to be a vehicle to lull Mickey James into a false sense of security, yeah. mm-hmm. as I see it. Um, so think... there's something there that we're not seeing, and it's going to finally turn into something on Sunday. And are we assuming Asuka's going to go after the Raw women's title? Yes, we I mean, or at this point. Yeah, eventually she has to, right? I mean, Ronda's signing her Raw contract, but we can't, I don't think she's going for a championship. That'll probably be something else. Hmm. Yeah. Maybe. I don't know, man. It's, I don't know. There's a lot up go in anyway. the air. Yeah. As I mean, far as the women's division, it's a lot up in the air. That we can't really get close to solidifying. I, I wouldn't mind seeing Mickey and Asuka again, but uh, you know if, if Sasha or Bailey get a chance with Asuka, they're going to go all out as well. So it's kind of a win-win for everybody, regardless of who, you know. It's yeah. just historic and, and awesome, and hopefully everyone stays safe. Yeah, yes. Right. Yes. Uh, um, I, I guess I'm going to have to go with retain with it. I mean, I'd love to see the belt on Mickey because I feel like she would be able to, yeah. well, like with that experience, I think she'd bring something different to, I'm not saying Bliss isn't like really rocking it out with um, how she is as the goddess, Sure. but I kind of would like to see it on Mickey again because I feel like it'd just be a different flavor of things with like mic work, with how people would interact in the ring mm-hmm. when it's Mickey as opposed to um, Lex. Uh, Alexi. You can call her Lexi. Uh, Absolution attacks afterwards. They beat up Bailey and Sasha, but then they corner Alexa. Mickey helps out. Double DDT on Sonya Deville, and they walk out strong. So, yeah. I, I, I'm, I'm excited to see Elimination Chamber. It's going to be good. It should be. Yeah. This, mm-hmm. is, this show has helped me want to see Elimination Chamber, and I don't say that about every show and every pay-per-view. Mm-hmm. Uh, this has definitely been one of the most solid episodes of Raw because it really just got down to brass tacks. Everything has been said leading up to this, so all they had to do was was tease the tension that leads into Sunday, and it'll all turn around on Sunday. Indeed. Indeed. I, I'm really looking forward to this women's elimination yep. chamber. I mean, because you know that all of them knows what this means. And all of them are going to bring it. I, you know, it just makes me think, like Johnny, what you're saying, they need to stay safe, though. Yes. They need to stay I mean, safe with it. And what's cool is, minus Oof. an injured Alicia Fox, every woman on the Raw roster is in this pay-per-view. 
that's I, rare. Yeah, I guess so. So All pretty right. cool. Cool. What a show it was, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you to Tony in the booth. Marquia, put yourself over. Uh, you can find uh, you can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Marquia McCarty. That's M A R K E I A M C C A R T Y. And I've done a number of videos for Nerdist. Um, most of them are Black Panther related. Some are not. Those are posted on my Twitter. But um, I interviewed the cast of Black Panther. I was in the same room with Angela Bassett. So wow. yes, hello. Uh, she wore my Panther blasters, Johnny. Oh yeah, I saw that picture. So yeah, check my Twitter for that. And then uh, tomorrow, uh, February twentieth, on Marvel Movie News, it will be our spoiler review of Black Panther. So yeah, you've had the President's Day weekend. Come join us, two p.m. on Popcorn Talk. Um, That's PST. There we go, Mister. Boxcar Superstar. Yep. I'm on the Twitter and the Instagram at True Hobo. If you want to watch a whole lot of videos, me or Mr. Robert Baines, go to Soapbox Car TV on the YouTubes. And uh, yeah, just say tune to my social media for any sort of appearances I may or may not be making. There we go. I'm at Jay Quasto on social media. Championship Wrestling from Hollywood. This Sunday, we have our next television taping. Last time, we had an NWA World's Heavyweight title match between Nick Aldis and James Ellsworth. Yes, Ellsworth's first match post-WWE, which was incredible. Uh, This taping this Sunday, more title matches and a lot of good stuff we got going on. So make sure you watch it on Fight TV, FITV, uh, FITE TV. Or uh, go to the CW and check your local listings there. Otherwise, Brea Improv, February 28th. I'm about to fly out of the country this week, so nothing there for you. Other than that, guys, thanks for watching. Thanks for listening. We love you. See you next week. Bye-bye. Bye. From executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz, Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the host only. They do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.